Support for NPR comes from Carvana, presenting this message. Shop for affordable vehicles the convenient way, all online with Carvana. Carvana has thousands of quality cars for under $20,000. Visit Carvana.com to shop for cars the convenient way. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Jack Spear. U.S. Central Command says it has conducted airstrikes in Iraq and Syria. NPR's Quill Lawrence reports they come in response to the drone strike that killed three U.S. Army reservists and wounded dozens in Jordan last Sunday. CENTCOM said more than 125 airstrikes hit 85 targets in Iraq and Syria, destroying facilities and munitions that belong to Iran's Revolutionary Guard Corps' Quds Force and their allied militias. U.S. officials suggested more airstrikes and other actions will come later. The attack on the U.S. base in Jordan was the deadliest for U.S. troops in the Middle East for at least a decade. President Biden had promised retaliation, though he's made clear he does not want Israel's war with Hamas, an Iranian ally, to spark a regional conflict. These airstrikes came just hours after Biden and the First Lady attended a ceremony at Dover Air Force Base in Delaware to bear witness as the bodies of the three fallen soldiers arrived home. Quill Lawrence, NPR News. Closing statements have been delivered in the trial of Jennifer Crumbly. She's facing involuntary manslaughter charges stemming from the 2021 shooting her son committed at a Michigan high school. As Alex McLennan of member station WDET reports, Crumbly returned to the witness stand for a second day, giving prosecutors a chance to cross-examine. In the hours before the shooting, Jennifer Crumbly and her husband were called to Oxford High School after staff caught their son doodling a gun in class. Assistant Prosecutor Mark Keast asked Jennifer Crumbly why she didn't mention that the gun was identical to one her son had been gifted days earlier. I mean, honestly, it just looks like a gun to me. I didn't even notice. Well, you took a picture of the gun. You posted it on Instagram. You know what it looks like. I do, but I didn't analyze it. Prosecutors also grilled Crumbly on evidence that contradicted her testimony. The jury will begin deliberating on a verdict next week. For NPR News, I'm Alex McLennan in Detroit. Bitcoin miners in the U.S. use at least as much electricity each year as the entire state of Utah. NPR's Rebecca Hirsch reports that's according to a new federal estimate. Generating cryptocurrency, or mining it as it's called, is incredibly energy intensive. A large number of computers have to do a lot of calculations, and that requires a lot of electricity. Bitcoin is particularly energy intensive because it requires even more computing power. Bitcoin mining in the U.S. uses at least as much electricity annually as the entire state of Utah or West Virginia, according to new estimates by the Energy Information Administration, and possibly much more. Much of the electricity in the U.S. is still generated by burning fossil fuels, raising concerns that cryptocurrency operations are contributing significantly to climate change. Rebecca Hersher. NPR News. Better than expected January jobs numbers. The Labor Department reported today employers added 353,000 non-farm payroll jobs last month. The Dow was up 134 points. This is NPR. New research finds many Americans are not getting recommended health screenings and that appointments missed early in the pandemic were never made up. NPR's Ping Wong reports on why doctors are worried. Preventive health checks for hypertension, high cholesterol, and diabetes are lower than they were before the pandemic. So are screenings for cancers. Dr. Rishi Wadera at Harvard Medical School says these screenings were disrupted in 2020 by COVID's impact on the healthcare system, but the screening rates have not bounced back. A lot of patients over this pandemic period 
got lost to follow up. They lost contact with their healthcare providers and just weren't able to come in to get their necessary screenings. The study is published in the journal JAMA Health Forum. It also found disparities. Asian adults had the largest drop in screenings overall, and Black and Hispanic adults missed screenings for certain deadly cancers. Ping Huang, NPR News. Federal wildlife officials now say they've decided not to extend protections to gray wolves in the northern Rocky Mountains, saying the predators are no longer in danger of extinction in some cases. Decision not to extend protections maintains the status quo, meaning hunting can continue in Idaho, Montana, and Wyoming, comes despite petitions from environmental groups. Federal judge restored protections for wolves in 44 states in 2022 after the Trump administration removed them. Those wolves remain protected. Farmers and ranchers in a number of states have blamed the gray wolves for killing livestock. Crude oil futures prices continue to fall today. Oil down a dollar and fifty-four cents a barrel to settle at seventy-two twenty-eight a barrel in New York. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News in Washington.